Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high school students, where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. My name is Janet. I am your host for this episode. Guests Andy, Danny, and Jasmine are joining us today. Would you like to say hi? Hi. All right. Then. Today we are going to chat about fiction versus nonfiction literature. I can't wait to hear of your thoughts. Let's start with some distinctions. What do you think are differences between fictions and nonfiction? Fiction is like not real, and nonfiction is like real. Very succinct. Okay, I guess I can add a bit more to that.、Um, So, like Danny said, fiction doesn't have to be real. So there could be imaginary elements.、Um, we often hear of fantasy fiction, and and、um, on the other hand, nonfiction often have to be supported by facts, statistics, research, stuff like that. There are exceptions, of course. Say historical fiction, to、um, write a pretty convincing story, you also have to research loads about the. Things ancient people used to do. I think with like like there are some some types of、um, some genres of books and、um, that that can only be that can only be like fiction or nonfiction, such as like te- textbooks、um, or like handbooks. They are they have to be nonfiction in order to, in order to serve their purpose. And、um, some other things like fantasy and these、um, they are not like they have to be. Yeah, they have to be fiction. I guess it's a very good observation. Well, now that we've talked about differences, what do you think are some strengths of fiction or nonfiction? Strengths. So, um, like the most popular nonfiction books, I guess, are textbooks because everybody has to buy them. Like it's mandatory, and the most popular fictions are like um, like what. It's kind of like the stock market, <laughs> like um, it's just um. Everybody buys the most popular ones, and then it becomes more pop popular that way, and then like, yeah, it's kind of like mindless. Very interesting dissertation. So I think the main strength of fiction, as defined by the word fiction, might be doesn't have to be real. It doesn't have to adhere to realistic constraints. You can, um. You can make things happen that don't usually happen, and through these things, you can point at some truth, universal truth, perhaps more clearly that way. And being a little vague here, but then for the strength of nonfiction would be, of course, so a fiction you can read it and forget it because you can say it's not real. But for nonfiction, say it's an it's a biography, you have to believe those facts because. They are well researched and they are real. Yeah, and perhaps it can make more more of an impact that way on people's lives if you know that people actually do this kind of thing. And、uh, Jasmine, I I agree with your opinion, like、uh, almost like completely. I think with uh fiction, like with fictional stories, sometimes they could be a lot more dramatic, I guess, and because. They are they are fictional, and they could be、uh, like the writer could make the make it intentionally intentionally dramatic, in, intentionally like、um, captivating, in,、uh, or but with, with nonfiction stories, like、uh, 
it could like it, it has to adhere to the facts, which might or might not be exciting. Yeah. So, do you prefer fiction or nonfiction? Let me answer that. The answer is fiction, most definitely. If I read, well, if my reading comprises of a bucket of fiction each year, that would be one bucket of fiction to one drop of nonfiction. That's kind of the proportion there.、Um, I think the main reason for that is fictions. They tend to be written in a more interesting and engaging way, because you don't have the facts. And for an author to appeal to people, they have to make the language really vivid and really captivating. But the other, and I think more complicated reason, is that while reading nonfiction, I feel this responsibility to be really attentive and think really deeply about things. Sometimes that's not really pleasant. I prefer to just. Have a like、um, to be told a story versus reading an article, and I know the latter might be more healthy for me for my mental well capacities, but the the former is just more enjoyable. You don't have to do that much hard thinking, so yeah, that's the main reason I prefer fiction over nonfiction. I also prefer fiction over nonfiction、uh, because I think with fiction. Um, the, there's just、um, so much possibility with the, like with, with how the author like for the author to express like their opinions, their intentions, their and their messages,、uh, like through the like through the world itself. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the story or the plot. It could be in in the like it could be in how how this world works. For example, a dystopian fiction would be. Uh, the the author doesn't have to incorporate their message in the plot. It could be it could be in the in how does like how does society functions. But for nonfiction, they're they're very helpful in in, in that like they they can inform you about the real world and and also like real like real things that happen. But yeah, I just I just really prefer fiction because um. I think they're a lot more interesting.、Um, they allow the author. They allow to, you to see the, what the author thinks like very more clearly than fiction does. I would prefer、uh, nonfiction. It's interesting. Those are very thoughtful answers. I too usually prefer fiction over nonfiction. So let me ask what's perhaps a challenging question for Jasmine and Andy: What are some nonfiction works you've liked and why? And also, of course, Danny can also give his recommendations. You're right. That's a really challenging question. I don't remember when or what was the last nonfiction I read. Well,、um, but. A few, a few years back, I did read this biography about a German pastor during World War II. His name was Bonhoeffer, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and the book was called "Bonhoeffer: Pastor, Martyr, Prophet, Spy" by Eric Metaxas. And as you might have guessed, I picked up this book because, really, just because of the title, "Pastor, Martyr, Prophet, Spy" must be an interesting life. And then I was not disappointed. It's a biography、um, written by an American author. He researched Bonhoeffer's doings and writings after he died. The language was written in such a way that it was not just a list of facts, as you might expect. 
the author tried his best to make it interesting, and I felt like I was reading a story about a fictional character, except that it was a real figure and a real period in history. Yeah, that might have been an exception from my usual perception of nonfiction, in that both the plot and the writing were really dramatic, and they were very moving. And added to that. I know that all of this really happened, so it tended to make more of an impact. Okay, I'll my favorite fiction, like one of my favorite fictions that I can remember currently is Dune, and actually Andy re- recommended it to me. It is very awesome. It's super like deep. It's like an it's like an it's like an ocean, but it's a book. While some books they're just pa- paperweight, while they're actually pay paper, but Ah,、uh, you know what I mean. So it's very deep, and it has a lot of hidden meanings and stuff like that. And basically, the book is about Kennedy, the president of America. Um, but he is portrayed as a as a young man from Caledon, a politician. The book shows how a very like a very charismatic and noble lead leader, who other people follow like fervently, almost like religiously, like like Kennedy, he was so great. Everybody like thought he thought thought he was like the Jesus. So um, so um, but the book also shows you like the ruins of like of like of how when. The leader makes a mistake, then everybody just fall fall follows the mistake instead of have, have, having their own thought, and it's just and it just re- represents a lot of the modern government in like countless con- countries. Like everybody's like like um no brain and all muscle, you know, per, or, or like maybe like no no muscle and no brain. Um, for me, uh, my all time favorite like uh fiction fictional books are um the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And I've talked about this、uh, like before, and but I, I think I'll talk about another pers-、uh, another aspect of of, of the books. Reading this、um, series, it's really exciting and to to follow like Frodo on his on his journey to Mount Doom. And I really appreciate the、um, the courage that he shows and the、um, and how how his friends are like、um, all supports him. That's a that's a really good example, Andy. Actually, I think the author of books of Earthsea mentioned、um, Tolkien in her introduction、um, because they were, you know, both like masters of the fantasy fiction series kind of thing, and and yeah, it's amazing how. Did I did I mention that her style is actually a bit like Tolkien's in that they don't try to be funny or engaging? Like it's not like they're writing to a really small audience, but it's just things coming out of their head, and it's almost as if they can't really control it. It's I don't know. But have you heard this thing about great authors where they, if they don't write, they die? I know that sounds romantic, but Um, there is something about. I've often I've often wondered while reading books from Earthsea about what goes on inside the heads of these people. Do things just happen there and they write it down? 
because I don't have that kind of imagination, and I often wonder how that is. And I think that's part of what makes Lord of the Rings and Books of Earthsea so brilliant. It's original, but it's also extremely thoughtful. Thank you all for those wonderful and insightful thoughts. Okay, everybody, thanks for、um, watching. I mean, listening, and stay tuned and listen to the next one. You, yes, you have to. It's mandatory. <laughs>